I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Throughout the morning and this afternoon, we on these airwaves and elsewhere have been covering the developments in Idaho, specifically Salem, Idaho, as the FBI and the Rexburg Police Department uh, descended on the home of Chad Daybell, executing a search warrant. Backhoes have been spotted. Canines have been spotted. Information has emerged, specifically confirming that human remains have been found at the home of Chad Daybell in Fremont County in Idaho. Additionally, police have confirmed that Daybell was taken into custody for questioning, but not arrested or charged. Assistant Police Chief Gary Hagan spoke to reporters earlier this afternoon and briefly had this to say. wanted to give a, a brief uh, press release today about some uh, events that have occurred today um, in regards to our missing children's case of uh, Tylee Ryan and uh, Joshua Ballow. Um, this morning we served a, uh, the Rexford Police Department and the Fremont County Sheriff's Office and the FBI served a search warrant in the uh, 200 block of uh, 1900 East here in uh, Fremont County, uh, also known as uh, Chad Daybell's residence. Uh, throughout the uh, investigation, uh, detectives and investigators have uh, recovered what's believed to be human remains. Um, that have not been identified at this time. Uh, we, we are not going to uh, answer any questions at this time uh, in regards to uh, any of the further of the investigation uh, until we have more, more details, but we are wanting to get this out to let everybody know uh, before there's speculation or rumor that starts flying. So um, again, we're, we're not going to take any questions at this time. Uh, that, we'll save that for a, a later press conference when we have more details. Um, but again, we just want to reemphasize how much uh, appreciation we have for you guys for coming out here and for covering this and, and for uh, the families and friends of, of everybody involved. So we appreciate it. Thank you. That was Assistant Police Chief Gary Hagan of the Rexburg Police Department giving a brief update to reporters who had gathered uh, there in Salem, Idaho, on the day where a search warrant was executed and served on the property of Chad Daybell. It was the Rexburg Police Department as well as the FBI that descended on that property. There was a helicopter flying overhead taking images. You could see the blue tarps as evidence was gathered. Uh, it was later observed uh, back hose spotted uh, en route to the residence. And as you heard just now, revealed for the first time by uh, Assistant Police Chief Hagan, investigators recovered what is believed to be unidentified human remains. I emphasize those remains have not be, been identified, nor is it known or yet revealed how many individuals may make up those remains. Now, the details of this story are heartbreaking, and every time there has been a development, the emotions have either been infuriating, frustrating, heartbreaking, and today is no different. 
Now, we are not yet to conclusions, so let's keep hold of some optimism. Doesn't look, doesn't look great, but there's still a glimmer of hope, and let's hold on to it. Let's not yet shed a tear until we know what has happened and until the details are revealed by the authorities in place and able to reveal them. We'll continue to cover this here on KSL News Radio. You heard uh, Assistant Chief Hagen mention that there will be later updates. Uh, when those become available, we will bring them to you here on KSL News Radio, and we'll continue uh, to hope and pray for the very best in this already sad and twisted and confusing story. In the meantime, there are other matters still at hand. I want to go back uh, for just a moment and talk about this whole deal with the World Health Organization. I I mentioned as I was speaking with Dr. Mobley that there was a time in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic that we had something resembling a North Star. (laughs) You know, the, the CDC has done all right. Given good advice. You and I are following that advice. It is uh, the advice that has led so many of the businesses that are now starting to reopen here in the state of Utah. Uh, These new precautions that are being implemented. You see all the stickers on the ground. uh, One-way travel. Stand here so as to maintain a good safe distance from other customers. The World Health Organization said something last night that kind of upends all of it. The World Health Organization, at least an individual from that organization, uh, just yesterday said that asymptomatic transmission of the coronavirus was very rare. Quote, very rare. And that's what we were left with last night. And, And if I'm honest with you, I slept fitfully last night. Because I thought of all of the times on these airwaves that I have suggested to you that we follow the guidance. That we follow the guidance handed down by the World Health Organization. Because they're the experts, right? The World Health Organization. They are an assemblage of the top minds on this planet when it comes to combating things like this. And they got it wrong? They misled us? Well, who knows? Because this morning, that same World Health Organization representative, an epidemiologist, she got up and said, hey, you know, listen, like, if you're asymptomatic, you can, like, still spread it. You know, it's, it still happens. It's pretty prevalent. Yeah, it happens. That's, uh, yeah, we, uh, forget what happened. Forget what was said last night. Forget the fact that we last night introduced the possibility that the data, that the science upon which policy has been founded across this planet may have been off. Yeah, no, we didn't mean that. Uh, it's, uh, you, you see, it's, uh, science is very complicated, and uh, uh, really, you let us do the worrying, and you just go about your socially distanced life, okay? Thanks. No, no, not at all. You and I deserve better than that. Our economy deserves better than that. Our relationships with our family deserve better than that. You know, Piper, my beautiful baby daughter, there are countless members of her family she has yet to meet. And that's not so bad. I mean, relatively, for me, it's a heartbreaking thing. Uh, But 
the world has pretty much come to a halt. Economies have been ruined. Melva Sign with the Utah Restaurant Association just the other day speaking with Dave and Dejanovic. She said that 40%, it is estimated 40% of restaurants here in the state of Utah have shut their doors and will never reopen them. And the World Health Organization last night for a moment led us to believe that maybe that had been done in vain. And you know what? There's still doubt on that matter. And I sure as... I sure as heck hope that we soon get some reliable and trustable data and information. We need someone to step forward and give and restore confidence because I'm lacking it right now, if I'm honest. And you know what? John Huntsman uh, receiving word from the Salt Lake County Health Department that the results of his coronavirus test, which he originally was told were negative. Oh, yeah, sorry. Gave you the wrong results. Yeah, he doesn't know. He's going to have to wait and find out. Yeah, he and the rest of his family are all kind of in a state of uh, unknown right now. So is the rest of the planet after the World Health Organization bungled this delivery of information. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we are going to look at we're going to look at money. Shane Stewart from DMBA, a financial advisor, will be my guest to talk about what's happening in the stock market. That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.